I'm Janelle Hosking and you beautiful are here to get confident. No more self-doubt, no more overthinking, no more what ifs. I'm helping you grow your confidence so you can live a fulfilled life. Welcome to the show. Today, I am sharing a really cool episode. I mean, they're all really cool, right? (laughs) But this is a solo episode today, and I'm sharing with you three ways that you may be unconsciously lowering your self-confidence. So I'm going to highlight what these three things are, how they may be affecting you, and what you can do about them. Plus, I have an amazing... Uh, thing that I do uh, that can really help you to solve these things if any of these three issues are for you. So make sure that you stick around right till the end because I would love to share uh, this opportunity with you and see how that can really help you to create more confidence in your life while at the same time creating more of a community for yourself so that you don't feel so overwhelmed and alone on this journey. You know, there are so many people out there like you who are also trying to grow their self-confidence, grow their self-growth and just become the best versions of themselves. And there's no reason why you should do that in isolation. So make sure you stick around to the end and you can hear that. But first of all, confidence is so important. Like to me, this is why I focus so much on it because it is essential for success in any area of your life, right? And For me, confidence is the belief in yourself and your ability to achieve your goals. Without self-confidence, you are probably likely to give up when things get a little bit tough. You're probably going to second guess yourself more, second guess your decisions, or maybe even be so paralyzed by all of the different options and having not enough confidence to just be able to make that decision. I know that that's something that I help a few of my clients through, so it's definitely a real thing. not being able to even make decisions and these are all things that happen when you struggle with self-confidence or you have lowered self-confidence. Now confidence is something that everybody should have and we all should really own within ourselves but the reality is that many of us unfortunately don't have a lot of it and so For me, this show and every single episode is trying to help you to build in your own life your own self-confidence, right? So this episode today is just helping to highlight three ways that you might be unconsciously uh, lowering that self-confidence so that, you know, that's another way you can then start working on it and improving that. This lack of confidence that we have can really hold us back in life, right? It can prevent us from achieving our full potential and we don't want that, we don't need that, and we shouldn't have that. I just also want to say right now I am recording in Studio B, which is aka my dining room, and it's so hot here today, which I am super grateful for. So I've got both of my doors open, which means you're probably going to hear uh, farm noises of animals. I just heard a sheep buying in the background or birds flying around the place, and I encourage you to make the most of it and really just get amongst uh, what noises happen in the background today. 
today. There might be the odd car drive past as well. So uh, hopefully that doesn't bother you too much and you can stay with me and keep listening right to the end. So there's a number of things, right, that can unconsciously lower your confidence. And today we're going to discuss those most common ones, like the ones that I see the most with uh, the work that I do and the clients that I have. So by avoiding these mistakes, you're going to be able to start building your confidence and that is going to help you to just improve your quality of life overall, but as well as that, improve in different areas of your life too. So what are these three most common mistakes? Well, the first one is comparing yourself, your life, your situation to other people. And I've spoken about this before. Social media makes it really easy for us to get caught up in comparing ourselves to other people, you know, online, on different platforms like Instagram, Facebook, maybe even TikTok if you're on there. And we just get caught up in this loop of looking at the highlights of other people's lives and then in inside of ourselves comparing where we're at right now to what we're seeing in, the, in them. Uh, this also happens in magazines and, you know, TV shows, things like that as well. So when you compare yourself to others, you may then, as part of this comparison, start feeling like you are not as successful. Maybe you're not as uh, smart. Maybe you're not as good looking, or maybe you're not as talented as these people that you are comparing yourself to. And I think comparing yourself is different to admiring. You know, you can admire qualities in people and use that as inspiration to help yourself in like a really healthy way. But this idea that I'm sharing now about comparison is when it's negative. This is when you look at other people and you have those thoughts in your mind and you really start to doubt yourself. This is one of those things that is decreasing your confidence and it's making you more likely to give up when things get tough. The more and more you're seeing of how other people's lives are and then you're trying to live your your day-to-day life, you're trying to improve day on day and it's taking slower than what you thought it would. You then go online, you see all these awesome people living their awesome lives and it just makes you feel so crap, right? So that is decreasing your own self-confidence. The next mistake is not speaking up when you should. I know that there's potentially a few people out there right now who are like, yeah, That is so me, okay? We've all encountered occasions where we had an opportunity to speak up about something or to express our opinions. But, you know, I understand it can be really easy to be afraid of the consequences or what if, what if they don't like me? Uh, What if that then gets me fired? Or, you know, all of these what ifs go in our mind when it comes to the idea about speaking up about something. And this can have a really big impact on our lives and, of course, our confidence. So if we're avoiding speaking up at work, that is then going to lead to us having trouble uh, expressing ourselves in other areas of our life, like in our relationships. And not speaking up can then lead to us feeling powerless and feeling like we don't have what it takes to be able to use our voice anymore. I know that for me along my journey, you know, I used to work in radio. So my job literally was to use my voice, but 
I was conditioned by the bosses and you know the people who tell you what to do and dictate whether you have a job or not I was conditioned by them to only speak about certain things and so I really had to work hard at finding my voice again and really being able to speak about things that were important to me because it had just been conditioned in me to stay small and to not speak my truth. And I think this is a really common thing that happens to us, whether that happens in childhood about, you know, like kids should be seen and not heard. There were all these types of subliminal messaging that are said to us throughout our lives and throughout our careers that then lead us to in away feeling like we're being choked at the throat and like we just can't for the life of us say the thing that we need to say and it is I want to say it's toxic right we should be able to embrace who we are the truth that we have inside of us and what we came here to do you know even if it is as simple as having an opinion in a meeting And when we feel that we can't do that, we can't embrace that side of ourselves, we can't speak up, that is, of course, lowering our confidence, that's lowering our self-trust because we have these gut instincts, we have this idea in our head and we're suppressing it, we are stopping it and we're essentially saying like, no, I don't trust you enough for this to be said out loud. And that is really sad. That is something that can cause us as humans to lose our gut instinct, to lose that beautiful voice inside of us that gives us these ideas, these sparks, this inspiration for life. The less and less we speak it, you know, we the less and less we voice it, the less it's there. And it just slowly goes away and away and away. And I mean, I've worked with clients who feel like they don't have that gut instinct anymore you know when you talk about listening to your gut they're like what is that I don't even have that anymore and that can come from things like not speaking your truth you know having that voice inside your head the positive one I'm not talking about the ego having that dream that desire that burning fire and not listening to it is one of those things that can really impact your gut instinct and in turn lower your self-confidence as well. And the third thing that may be unconsciously lowering your self-confidence is when we say yes to every request, every opportunity, every everything that comes our way. You may feel like you're being helpful, like you're serving, like you're helping. But what can happen when you say yes to everything is that you can feel overwhelmed and this can lead you to have other feelings that are like resentment, feeling negativity towards people or things, maybe your workplace, then those feelings have a negative impact on your confidence as well. So put it simply, those are the three most common things that I have just seen along my confidence coaching journey that are lowering our self-confidence. Now, one of these or all of these may apply to you. It's not a reason that you need to like judge yourself for it. It's just nice to know what they are and then to become aware of them as well, right? So that first one was around comparing ourselves to others. The second one is not speaking up when we should, not using our voice. And that third one is when we say yes too much like we just automatically say yes the people pleaser in us comes out that is absolutely lowering our self-confidence we need to be aware of all of these things 
We don't want to have decreased confidence. We want to be able to intentionally bring things into our life that are increasing our self-confidence. We want to feel more worthy. We want to feel more enough and we want to feel more safe in our own skin. So essentially by doing the opposite of the things that I've shared with you today, we can begin to improve our self-confidence. The first thing that we need to do is always awareness. It is recognizing if one or more or all of these things impact us. From there, the next thing we can do is start practicing boundaries. I have a whole episode on boundaries. I'm going to link it in the description below. You can go check that out. In boundaries, that then is creating space for us to be able to ensure that we are putting ourselves and our own confidence as a priority in our life. This might look like you creating a boundary that when you're feeling stressed, you don't go on social media because you know you're going to compare yourself to others. This may be that when you're in a meeting and you have an idea about something and then your ego drops in and is like, no, that's a dumb idea. Don't do that. Well, what if they don't like what you have to say? You're just going to take a deep breath and then say it. That's your boundary. That's what you're deciding for yourself. It's like your expectation or your new commitment to yourself. And then an example for that last one around saying yes all the time is that your new response when somebody expects or asks something of you is going to be, thanks so much. I'll have a look at my calendar. Or thanks so much. I'll think about that and get back to you. One of my friends, Keisha, who listens to the show, shout out Keisha, she is incredible at doing this with everyone even in work it's always I'll I'll have a look and get back to you I'll see what I can do and get back to you so it's not her saying no but it's her giving herself some breathing room to be able to one go check and make sure she actually has time and capacity to fulfill on the things she's being asked to do but then also too to check in with herself and see do I actually want to do this you know what I mean like these are all really important things and that is something that I seriously admire in Keisha and I encourage you to take this on for yourself right so again awareness creating boundaries for ourselves those are some great ways that you can begin to turn things around instead of decreasing your self-confidence in any of these three ways you are now taking charge you are now intentionally increasing your confidence right and it's happening every single day step by step bit by bit one percent better every single day The next thing you can do as part of overcoming this or ensuring that these three mistakes aren't getting the better of you is by building positive relationships with the people in your life or even if you don't have much of those, getting out of your comfort zone and creating more. I have a whole episode as well on building community. That is something that I have been massively focused on the past few months. I shared in my uh, last episode, I believe, of 2022 that that was going to be a focus for me was building community. And I think I'm nailing it because it wasn't even part of the plan. But somehow I have got myself onto two committees for nonprofits, which I'm really, really excited about. And some contracting work coming my way as well, which is all in line with this 
vision of mine of helping people to increase their own self-confidence, you know. So it's really powerful stuff by building relationships with people who are going to support you, people who believe in you. All of these little bits of encouragement help you to build your own self-confidence as well, okay? And a way that I would love to help you on that journey is by getting you to come along and be a part of our women's circles, I hold them every single month virtually. I'm also so amped that I have my first in-person circle for like, I think it's been 10 months now probably since my last in-person circle because the weather hasn't been so great in winter and then not so much of a summer. Uh, But this month I'm holding an in-person circle in Rotorua. So I cannot wait to have an intimate group of wahine come together and really connect with each other so if you don't live in the Rotorua region don't worry I have two circles that I do virtually one's in the morning 9 30 a.m New Zealand time one's in the evening 6 30 p.m New Zealand time as well so you can hopefully between those two times find one that suits for you or maybe shuffle some things around if it's going to be a priority for you to work on this stuff and really give yourself permission to show up and to work on your own confidence. So this is a great way where you can build these relationships that I was mentioning. This is also a great way you can learn more about yourself. You can reteach yourself how to speak up, how to speak your truth, which is again, one of those mistakes. You can uh, improve within yourself this need for comparison you can totally release that by coming along to these women's circles and you can also learn more about how to not necessarily say no but how to not say yes straight away and how to really uh, grow within yourself your own sense of self rather than always trying to be the people pleaser trying to be everything to everyone just day by day bit by bit you're taking back charge of your own life and women's circles are an incredible way to do all of those things while meeting like-minded women and it's such a safe environment you feel fully open to be who you are and to really just lean in to show up as you are on the day it doesn't matter whether it's been a crap day or the best day of your life coming to a circle is always really really good for the soul so I have a whole episode on women's circles as well if you want more insights I'll link that in the description below wow there has been a lot of episodes one that I've done on the show but also two that relate to what we're talking about today that can fit in so that you can go like even deeper into all of this so I find that quite exciting but I'm also going to link uh, in the description below my website so you can go and check out both my in-person and my virtual circles. I would love with all of my heart for you to even just come along to one, to see what it's like to get outside of your comfort zone, even if it scares the shit out of you. Have a look and challenge yourself because the amount of women that have done just that, who have come along to one circle and just that one circle has impacted them so positively, they're now either continuously coming every single month and building that growth in themselves, that confidence in themselves and meeting like-minded people. Plus the women who have even come along once and learned so much that they feel so much better in themselves that they just go on and smash life. It is incredible. And this is why women's circles are something that I'm so dedicated to doing within my business and within my career. They're just super powerful. So make sure you check out the description below for those. Either way, thank you so much for listening to this episode and highlighting those 
three unconscious things that could potentially be in your life right now that could be impacting your self-confidence right now and unfortunately lowering it. So if you need to listen to this again, go for it. They are just three really nice uh, ideas of things that are lowering our confidence. And it's really simple to kind of like apply and tweak some of these learnings to really overcome that within your life. As always, if you need any help or want any further insights, I am here for you. But the first point of call for you, girlfriend, is to go check out a woman's circle in the description below. I'm so looking forward to seeing you at one of our upcoming circles very shortly.